Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Contest Prep University. Joe Klimczewski with Adam Atkinson. Episode three in our series on hard truths. And this third one is that you just don't nail your peak, something that Adam mentioned in the last two episodes. And it's it's even a question mark for us as coaches. I'm telling you, after almost 30 years of doing this, Adam, when there's more on the line for a client, you've got a client doing all the work. They want it so badly. I mean, I'm still biting my fingernails. Am I doing the right things? Am I planning the right way? Am I anticipating the right challenges? And even though as an educated, experienced coach, I usually make sure we get to exactly where we wanted to go. It's not always just, you know, rainbows and sunshine. It's there's a lot of work, a lot of a lot of monitoring, a lot of corrective uh, steps along the way. But even then, biology is a bitch. Like sometimes you don't get your way and things happen with with some GI issues or hormonal timing or things like that. The the show was disorganized and you were, you know, you were told you're going to be on stage here and two hours later, you're still waiting. And now you don't know what to do with your food and hydration. And, you know, a lot of things happen and you still have to realize just like in baseball or any other sport, there are more times at the plate. You're, you're doing some great data collection and learning, but uh, but it's not always going to be as perfect as you might think. But the, the times that it is and the times that you get closer and you know you can get there with more consistency and predictability, you know, that's what keeps us coming back. Yeah, it's, um, you know, the peak definitely is a fine-tuning process to this. So missing the peak can be detrimental it depends on how high of a level you're competing i really think the higher up the level you are the more important the peak is the lower the level the more important the prep is um but at the lower level you're going to figure out what the prep is to then graduate to really what the peak is i think a lot of times people's first contests they don't even really see the differences in peak week even though maybe they've reached an elite level they're just so overwhelmed by everything else it's hard for them to digest but to your point it it can break you. I mean, there's some pretty rapidly extreme peak week protocols out there. And I have seen it go wrong where someone looks perfect a couple days out on Instagram, and then you see them get on stage and you wonder, what the heck happened to that person? Is that even the same person? And then you hear that they had a burger and fries the morning of the show and the night before the show. And they weren't even eating that stuff prior. And uh, maybe they don't even make this stage because they get a GI issue from eating something so different and extreme. So, you know, I would say in unpractical peak week approaches, it actually can break you, but hopefully no one's doing that here. Well, you, you really said it perfectly. I love that, that early on in your career, the peak isn't as important as the prep. I mean, that's that's like proverb quality foundational knowledge there. Um, but another thing is I, I don't want people to misunderstand that, you know, Hey, the peak is not that important and you know, you miss one. So what, but I will say this to your point, when everything else has gone well and your prep has been perfect and peak week, you're managing all those variables every day. I even had a conversation last year with a, with a client uh, not of mine, but a client who had, he's a friend who worked with a really high level big name coach. And this guy is a, the, the friend of mine is a pro 
and showed me the photos and the outcome and he didn't place as well as he wanted to. And I looked at the photos and I said, yeah, you definitely weren't at your best. Like the, the peak didn't work well. And it was a great, compliant, excellent, hardworking, you know, bodybuilder and a really good, smart, high quality coach. And that day, it just wasn't quite there. And I said, you're, it's not awful. You weren't horrible. You're a pro competing in a pro show with a lot of great competitors. I just know it wasn't your best. And, you know, to no fault of yours or his could have been a lot of things. But here's what I see forensically. You were definitely this. Maybe this was an issue. I asked him a couple questions and I said, you know, it's easy to be an armchair quarterback with 2020 hindsight, but it's great data collection. You know, now, you know, now you have this experience of missing it slightly and you can be on the lookout for those things next time. That's what's important about a peak week process. When you don't crush it perfectly, you've hopefully at least learned something. Yeah. You know, one thing I've learned more as a, a growing coach working with international athletes flying into the United States, you know, they could be on 16 to 20 hour travel days. Um, the stress that accumulates from that can really be difficult. Are you seeing spillover? Or are you seeing stress? You know, and if somebody drops 2.2 kilos overnight, they definitely finally got their first good night's sleep in two days. So what you're seeing when you're loading them isn't too much food, it's stress. And if you don't have enough days to fix that, that can make or break you. <laughs> yeah, important point, just, just in all the variables, again, that are swirling around in a peak week. But uh, we got two more episodes in this series, guys. Stay tuned. We're going to continue going through some hard truths that we think will help you in your overall career. See you next time.